Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I don't think he's yeah. going to run, but I'd like to yeah. go for immediately debates. I'd like to debate him now. Bush. Donald Trump knows the economy will build a strong again, he's stronger. He knows. Because he can't talk. Guess what? It's saving the attack Marin taxpayer, what we've done so far. Whoosh. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Look, this country faces enormous problems today, and we all know what they are. We're talking about income and wealth inequality. We're talking about 60% of workers living paycheck to paycheck. The economy, as you've indicated, is really doing well. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Is there a national purpose in encouraging Americans to invest in Chinese equities that you're aware of? Because I'm not. Both inward and outward investment are economically beneficial. Ah. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242, New York Post headline, 70 current and ex-New York City Housing Authority workers cuffed in historic decade-long $2 million classic pay-to-play bribery and extortion bust. So it's been going on a long time, 10 years. So it goes back to de Blasio days. Maybe it even goes back to Bloomberg days. But, you know, they didn't make any arrests until Eric Adams attacked the president, just like they, they didn't decide to investigate his, uh, his Turkish connections and those of his campaign until he went, uh, went off the reservation, so to speak, against Biden and the uh, open borders policy that, as he put it, is destroying the city of New York, which it most certainly is and many other cities across the country. Meanwhile, Denver is booting uh, 800 illegal alien, quote-unquote, families from the shelters. Denver has more illegal aliens per taxpaying U.S. citizens than uh, any other community in the country, more than, more than New York City, more than Chicago, more than Boston. I remember Denver used to be a pretty nice place. I don't of course, I remember when Boston used to be kind of a nice place. New York City as well. 844-500-4242. There was a piece in somewhere today about uh, Chicago, and the guys talked about how much he used to love love living in Chicago. And he said their their motto now in the, in the, in Chicago is going out of business. Again, another good poll question: What should be Boston's or Massachusetts' new motto? One of them should be going out of business. Or adios, Americanos. Many, many others come to mind. 844-500-4242. Bernie actually made sense in some of that interview. Well, he could make one of the arguments or the other of the arguments, one of which would be a lie, but you can't make both sides of the argument and then say everything's wonderful. Time now for the chump line.
Brunaz uh, fracking with Francois Mitterrand in uh, Germany about the Supreme Court, blocking me from canceling student moans. Uh, by the way, I did it anyways. Well, guess what? Francois said, Ich bin ein Seepoidwe, which is German for go get him. Thank you, everybody. Intercepted with the Easter Bunny. My only problem with that is he remembered everybody's name. I think I think we saw today, if he can't remember the name of the terrorist organization that committed the worst anti-Semitic genocide since the Holocaust, do you really think he could have come up with all those names? I think not. Hey, Howie, whenever I go to the voting booth, I see dead people everywhere. <laughs> None of the above. Get out there and vote to, if you're in Nevada. In a, take a Republican ballot. Vote for none of the above. It's really important to vote for none of the above. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites. For family, fun, food, and entertainment, it's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner, online at Jake Rooney's. Dot com. An earlier texter said that, uh, you know, pointed out that famous quote from the Duke of Wellington about the Battle of Waterloo. It was a close run thing. Whether whether Nikki wins or loses tonight against the the uh, the the very, very tough opponent, none of the above. She's going to say it was a very close run thing. And and now it's on to South Carolina for another beer and a beating. Schmidt, Francois Mitterrand, Jackie, where are you? Stand up. Howie, President Biden is not senile. The reason he talks to dead people is because he has superpowers, and we should all feel safer now. I think if you want someone who uh, communes via a crystal ball... You have a you have a choice on the Democrat side in Nevada today. Dean Phillips is not on the ballot. Bobby Kennedy has left the party, but Marianne Williamson, Marianne Williamson, the candidate of the Magic Eight Ball, which I hold in my hand, she is on the ballot. I know how Donald Trump could keep delaying the trials until after his election. Every day when he walks into court, he should just pull the fire alarm. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, the Republicans in uh, Jamal Bowman's district are trying to get uh, all the Republicans to uh, switch over to the uh, Democrat, take Democrat ballot, because there's a guy named Latimer. He's a, a county executive in that district, and he's pro-Israel, and he's trying to knock off Jamal Bowman. Sounds like a, uh, an uphill struggle, but, but again, it's probably worth doing. Joe Biden said he will meet with French President Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he. How about the, what was his name? Conrad Adenauer? So when I was talking to Conrad Adenauer back in 1956, or Walter Ulbricht, the, the, uh, the boss of East Germany, Given uh, Biden's uh, current uh, current leanings in an authoritarian way, 
he would probably be more likely to be talking with Ulbricht than with Adenauer. Joe Biden walks into a bar, sits down next to a beautiful girl. He says, hey, pretty girl, do I come here often? <laughs> Let's see the, the twist on the, the old joke. 978, didn't Eric Adams just give $53 million in prepaid welfare card for illegals? Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Come to think of it, why didn't that immunize his his administration from these big busts today by the feds, 70 arrested? But I, I think the thing was he said it's it's actually going to save the money. And you know what? He's probably right because they, they were preparing them all these uh, meals and like they are here in Massachusetts. And then they were giving them extra welfare in addition to the prepaid meals. So this way they... You know, it's obscene giving uh, giving welfare cards, debit cards to uh, illegal alien criminals like the guy who attacked the Jew, Jewish homeowner in uh, Long Island. But it's probably cheaper in the long run if you have these insane uh, immigration policies, thanks to the Democrats. Senator Lankford was against the 5,000 illegals a day, and he was for the 5,000 a day, and he was against it. Boy, he must have attended the John Kerry School of Government. I was thinking more of the Ed Markey School of Government. Remember Ed Markey got signed on to the Green New Deal with AOC when he was running against Joe Kennedy? And uh, I think it was Mitch McConnell who said, okay, you want to vote on the Green New Deal, doing away with uh, automobiles, basically, and doing away with uh, with cows? And uh, he, he put it up for a vote. And uh, Ed Markey voted present on his own bill. This is the same thing with Lankford. I think, if anything, Lankford may be dumber than Ed Markey. That's not, that's not a, uh, a, a, a conclusion I come to lightly. And now, another excerpt from Paperboy, My Life in Media, as read by the author. The blizzard of 78 nearly ruined my career. Not only did Chet Curtis, or as I called him, Chester Kukowitz, get me fired from Channel 5, but I also lost my parking space. After wandering aimlessly around the city for days with only 32 cents to my name, I checked back into the Pine Street Inn, where I learned a very important life skill, collecting empty soda cans. Many falsehoods, but the bottle bill didn't come in until the mid-80s. I'll just leave it at that, the last one. Biden blames Trump for the failure to pass of the pathetic border security and Ukraine aid bill. Donald Trump is more effective as the former president than the moron in the White House is as president. Yeah, that guy raises a good point. Is there anything Donald Trump can't do? Many have called this so-called border legislation excrement. Excrement remains offended. It's the Ukraine bailout bill. It's the Ukraine hush money bill. That's it. Ukraine hush money. $60 billion in hush money to Ukraine to prevent them from uh, dropping a dime on the Biden crime family. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr. You chump. 
All right, that's it for the Chump Line today. The Chump Line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Car Show. You can call and leave a message anytime between the hours of 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time. The Chump Line number, if you wish to leave such a message, 844-500-4242. That's 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the Chump Line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message or you just like to hear a second brand new chump line, some people say in some days it's better than the original chump line. It's the second chump line of the day, chop chumps. It's where we put the messages we didn't have room or time for or someone made a bad editorial decision and left it on the cutting room floor. You can uh, get the second chump line of the day, chop chumps, at around 7 p.m. Eastern every night. And it's uh, you get them wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites. For family fun, food, and entertainment, it's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner, online at jakerooney's.com. Joe Biden said he will meet with French President Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> and his deputy, Herr Sauerkraut. I'm Howie Carr. Leave a message for the big guy. Call the chump line. 844-500-4242. Press 2 and leave your message. Then listen every weekday at 5 to catch the best messages of the day. One of them may be yours. Howie Carr is back. 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you by Stefano Hair Restoration. Dr. Highness has rolled back the pre-COVID prices for the month of February only. Save $1,500 today and tell them how we sent you at hairman.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is do you agree with Dartmouth College's decision to again require applicants to take the SAT or ACT? Yes, college students should be able to be to read and write, or no, it's racist. Call me a traditionalist. I think you should be able to read and write if you matriculate at an institution of so-called higher learning. say yes. 96%. Okay. 844-500-4242. The Washington Post is is, uh, scooping the world. Special counsel Ben Hur, actually it's Robert Hur, is not going to file criminal charges against the Brandon crime family for mishandling of uh, classified documents. What a shocker. And even more shocking, it came on the same day that the uh, far-left appeals court in D.C. said that uh, Trump does not have immunity from prosecution on the phony baloney charges bought by the de- brought by the demented special counsel who claims his name is Jack Smith. Eight, four, I stole four. the election. <laughs> he said it, not me. That's not a nightmare. By the way, the uh, New Hampshire uh, AG has claims he's identified the guy who put out those uh, fake uh, voicema- voicemails, uh, robocalls, before the New Hampshire primary. It's uh, saying uh, don't, to Democrats, don't vote on Tuesday. Save your vote for November. 
It's some some guy from Texas, from uh, the DFW area. It's it, it's very it's a weird story, but everybody's uh, entitled to be an idiot. <laughs> By the way, uh, Alvin Bragg. Speaking of demented uh, uh, prosecutors, this is uh, the the Manhattan DA who refuses to prosecute violent criminals like the uh, like the illegal aliens who. Uh, who attacked the cops near Times Square last week. He's a George Soros uh, creation, one of George Soros's larger creations, probably goes about at least three bills. Uh, he's, while he's not prosecuting violent criminals, he was trying to throw the book at two New Yorkers who bought fake COVID-19 vaccine cards, believe it or not. He, he filed felony charges. There were 16 people bought uh, these cards from a uh, New Jersey stripper. It's like a joke. It's it's like something out of the Babylon Bee, and he files felony charges against them. This is in, in the halls of justice. The only justice is in the halls, and uh, one of them was a nursing student, and the other one was a was a city uh, of New York employee. They uh, they were just amongst just sixteen people that uh, Fat Alvin Bragg's office cherry picked to prosecute. So the charges were just thrown out of New York, uh, out of court by a uh, by a Republican judge in New York. Uh, State Supreme Court Justice Brendan T. Lantry dismissed felony charges, calling the case overkill. They got a picture of him in the Post, and he's he's wearing the uh, crossed flags of uh, Israel and the U.S. He seems like a good guy. He's from Staten Island. Uh, Bragg's office uh, said Judge Lantry routinely, nearly daily, moves to dismiss significantly more serious counts or entire indictments to avoid harsher penalties for previously convicted felons or to avoid jeopardizing people's immigration status, the judge wrote in an opinion issued today. No, you don't say. He's trying to... The motions, these motions submitted by Bragg and the prosecutors are made months or even years after the 45-day period to, has expired to dismiss. Sexual assaults, drug sales, robbery, burglary, and other violent and nonviolent serious felony offenses. So that's so he's thrown out these charges against the people who were who were seeking to get phony uh, COVID vaccine charges. Good for Judge Lantry. I don't think he'll be going any higher unless uh, John, Donald Trump is elect is reelected president. Then. Then maybe he becomes a federal judge in the Southern District or the Eastern District or, or somewhere in, uh, in New York State. Maybe even the appeals court. 844-500-4242. We'll take your calls when we come back. I'm Howie Thought. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. You know, this uh, January 6th Fed surrection uh, cover-up continues. And uh, an integral part of it is the is the so-called pipe bombs at the Republican and Democrat national committees that were put there on January 5th. They weren't working bombs for all we could tell. Yet... The January 6th committee, which was so concerned about an insurrection, 
as they called it, against the United States by unarmed armed insurrectionists, where the only people, only person killed, murdered, was uh, was a, an unarmed Trump supporter by a Capitol Police officer who was never disciplined. They they wrote an 850-page report, the uh, the Star Chamber Kangaroo Court January 6th committee with no no real Republicans on it. Republicans weren't allowed to be added uh, at the behest of the Republican leadership. They only put on a couple of, uh, of uh, Quislings, uh, Kensinger and uh, Cheney. And uh, so they wrote an 850-page report, and they only mentioned these pipe bombs in the appendix, the footnotes, 850 pages, and, they, they, and Kamala Harris, the vice president-elect, was there at the Democrat National Committee when they, walking around when the bomb was outside, and they claimed they, that the, uh, that the uh, GPS uh, data was corrupted. Stop me if you've heard this one before. The FBI and the Secret Service and the Deep State always claim the uh, document. If they can't claim sources and methods and the investigation continues, they say the, the data was corrupted somehow. And even though they, you know, they know, where, they know what this guy's Metro card was, they know what car he was driving, I think they have the license plate numbers, but they somehow can't identify who, who planted these bombs. So uh, Thomas Massey, the uh, Republican from Kentucky, has been uh, conducting investigations into this uh, into this, which it seems like this was the backup plan. If the if the quote unquote insurrection didn't work at the Capitol, they were going to uh, they were going to claim that uh, these bombs were a uh, threat to democracy, and they were going to use that to uh, stop any kind of uh, Republican uh, inquiries about the uh, the the uh, voting irregularities in uh, on uh, in the November election. So Massey today is asking the chairman of the committee, Benny Thompson, he's from Mississippi, a Democrat. He's asking him about uh, what they know about the, uh, the, the so-called pipe bombs at the Republican and Democrat National Committees. And I'm, I'll play a couple of these cuts, they're pretty interesting. And uh, Benny Thompson shows that he has the intellect to match Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And uh, he, he, he's doing the humana humana. But uh, here, here he is uh, being asked uh, by uh, Representative Mr. Chairman Thomas Massey of Kentucky if he, if he knows where uh, Kamala, the vice president-elect, was on January the 6th. Cut 13. Where, where was she on January 6th while all this was going on over at the Capitol? I don't know. Do you know there were pipe bombs allegedly present on January 6th? I know there were two pipe bombs, one at the Democratic uh, headquarters and one at the Republican. So you're in charge of the entire investigation of what happened on January 6th and what led up to January 6th, and you don't know that the vice president was in the D, the incoming vice president was in the DNC when that pipe bomb was sitting there. Do you, I, I, I don't, you know, we, did not, our investigation was looking at the facts and circumstances. Uh, we knew that there were pipe bombs. Uh, we just, I'm sure the evidence will say she was wherever she is, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to your point. The evidence will say she was wherever she is. 
Wait. Uh, this is the guy who's the head of the committee. And this was supposedly a serious investigation. So he's, he's pressing, Massey, the Republican, continues pressing the former chairman, the erstwhile investigator in charge of the uh, insurrection. This is, again, remember, this is the worst violence against the federal government since probably the War of 1812. Forget Sumter, forget Fort Sumter, forget 9-11. This was, this was the biggest thing going. But he doesn't know about these bombs. They, they were, you know, he's, he's concerned with the guy, with the, uh, the shaman with the uh, horns on his head. But he doesn't know anything about the bombs at the uh, headquarters. So this is Massey continuing his investigation of the erstwhile chairman of the January 6th committee, uh, Benny Thompson from Mississippi, cut 14. Okay, well, my point is, if this bomb had gone off just a few feet from her, this could have been the worst assassination since JFK. Um, And I looked at your January 6th report, and I don't... I mean, can you tell me what you wrote about this pipe bomb and the fact that she was almost blown up that day? The gentleman here. Not right now. No, I'm just... It's in the report in terms of the submission. It's not in the 850-page document. So you guys did... Your your committee did investigate the pipe bomb or did not investigate the pipe bomb? I'm trying to figure out... We're not a criminal investigation. Uh, we are, you know, we, we were an oversight body looking at the facts and circumstances. We were not a criminal body to see who, was, who laid the bomb or anything like that. Who laid the bomb? We were an oversight committee. They, by the way, the oversight committee did not investigate the person who was in charge, actual charge, of the security that day. Well, that would be Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I don't believe they interviewed the mayor of the District of Columbia, uh, Bowser. They didn't didn't, uh, interview her either. They did, however, interview a low-level aide to uh, Mark Meadows, the uh, chief of staff to President Trump, Cassidy Hutchinson, and they interviewed her about uh, the the third-hand hearsay that she heard about uh, Trump grabbing the steering wheel of the beast. They didn't put her under oath, though, because and no, and there were no, since there were no re- real Republicans on the committee, there was nobody to object and say, uh, Chairman Thompson, under the rules of evidence, this is considered hearsay. She was not there. Someone she heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. But this is the guy who was running it, Benny Thompson. You can tell what a uh, what a sparkling intellect he has too. He was just reading, he, at, the, at the hearings, he was reading cue cards that were written by a former ABC producer, who's not even from the United States, by the way. He's from Britain. They brought him in to produce a, uh, a, a fake documentary like This is Spinal Tap. And that's what they got. They got a fake documentary. 844-500-4242. J.D., you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, J.D. You there? Don't hear you. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Howie, you know, what gets me about our Congress is why aren't they doing something very simple, like just pass a resolution, no studies, no committees, none of that, okay, get it right out to the floor, telling Joe Biden to do your job. 
and enforce the laws that we have already on the books. That is a resol- the- See, the thing is, uh, you know, a resolution is just a, is just a resolution. It's just a uh, yeah. hail, hail fellow, uh, well-met uh, type of thing. He's not going to enforce the law. That's the, th- that's the thing about this bill. You know, it's it's just a cover up for the for the payoff money to Ukraine because he has all the power to stop this. He Donald Trump had all the power and he stopped it. And as soon as Joe Biden got in after saying, I'm going to have him surge the border, he was ringing the dinner bell for the third world. Every uh, indigent uh, criminal gangbanger, all the people that are being arrested in all over the country now for uh, for attacking uh, Jewish people, attacking New York City cops, uh, driving drunk, killing people right and left. They're all, uh, he had the power to stop all this. And now he's claiming he needs more power. And by the way, if he decides he doesn't want the power, he can stop it. He can, he can uh, declare a national emergency and not enforce it. It's a joke. The whole bill is a damn joke. And he said, and then he says he's going to go go running around the country to tell people it's all Trump's fault. I mean, who is who's buying this? Cut uh, cut fourteen just to just to raise your blood pressure. I know this is ridiculous, but you got to hear what uh, the the uh, how stupid they think we are. They are, you know, what they're doing down our back, and they're telling us it's raining. Cut forty. Cut cut fourteen. So I'm calling on Congress to pass this bill. Get it to my desk immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. Absolutely. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no, because they're afraid of Donald Trump. (laughs) Afraid of Donald Trump. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. Can I give me a fact checker in aisle five for that? At least he got his name right today, Donald Trump. The, yesterday, what did he call him, Taylor? Thronald Trump? Yes, Thronald. Thronald. Let's, let's see if we, I'll take a call and see if we can find that, that cut. I didn't get around to playing it yesterday. Uh, David, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, David. Hi, Howie. How are you? Good. I, um, you took a little of my thunder away. It was, I wanted to, I want to get a couple of questions for you. Uh, one about presidential um, immunity. I can, can, where do you think that's going to go? I think it's going to go to the Supreme Court and they're going to rule that he has at least limited presidential immunity. I think they, they, all he does to do is keep stalling this thing until after the election, and then he can pardon himself if he ever is in a jam. But I, I, I can't imagine the Supreme Court is going to let him be. This is such nonsense. I mean, even I, I, know, I know we live in a banana republic, but this doesn't seem like it's going to go very far. Hope I'm right. Well, this is about as, this is about as banana as you can get. <laughs> I agree. I agree. This is a this is not a green banana. This is a over overripe. This is a yellow banana turning uh, turning black. Dan, Trump, you're next. Trump with... knows the economy we build is strong and getting stronger. He knows. I miss. I... Ronald Trump knows. Ronald Trump. Ronald Trump. Trump knows the economy. How about when he called him Donald Hump? Ronald we... Trump. Knows... <laughs> Dan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dan. 
Oh, thank God for you, Howie. I'm laughing hysterically now. You know, you know that I was listening to radio before when uh, Biden's speech came on live, and it was like up against hard breaks. You know, you know about that yeah. radio, like, and and so I was like, thank God when the break came, and then it was, and then it came back on in a couple of minutes, and and it was worse than before, and then by the end it was even worse than that. And you know, at first it was he was blaming the MAGA Republicans, and I thought, okay, you know, Ducey kind of called him out on that. You know, there were right. two years where they had unchecked communist power. And then the next thing he had, like, it was Donald Trump. It was all that cut that you played. And uh, and I was like, oh, thank God, Trump's still in power. You know, I thought I could laugh that <laughs> off. When that last break came on, Howie, and he they were asking him questions, and he was clearly up there longer than he was supposed to be. Right. And he had no idea who Hamas was. Or that, that, that is just that should be on every and, network tonight on a loop, shouldn't it, Dan? That he doesn't know I who was, Hamas is. He was calling them the opposition, and that he couldn't find his words. And I thought, wow, this is like a gag reel that this host is playing. But it was the speech, and, right. I, and I was so I was like, Howie, this guy, this guy is is actually dangerous I, I mean this is like dangerous to our nation it's dangerous to our i mean we, we're, we're at the we're at each other's throats and this guy is stoking civil war and he has no idea what's going on we're clearly unsafe with him at the helm you know and then and then this this that benny thompson interview you're playing uh, that guy's like up for press secretary isn't he i mean <laughs> He's 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 incoherent. He's like the whole rest of them. Yeah. They he, you know, he didn't sound that incoherent at the hearings, but obviously he was just obviously he can read off a teleprompter. But again, like like all of these people in that administration, you take them off the teleprompter and they're they've all got pudding for brains. We not a criminal. Did you hear him? We not a criminal investigation. Really? What happened? to the, Where's the verb there? Mr. Chairman or former chairman, ranking, ranking member. Good Lord. Thanks for the call, Dan. 844-500-4242. Auctions are one of the oldest forms of commerce known to man. Auctions are how economies determine values for assets and commodities. Auctions are not a fire sale at a discounted price. Rather, auctions are an accelerated sale with competitive pricing. So, just because your parents listed their house for sale at a set price doesn't mean you have to. J.J. Manning's accelerated auction process is one of the fastest growing segments in real estate. Manning's time-tested approach began over 16,000 auctions ago in 1976 with its founder, Jerome Manning. What are the main benefits of a J.J. Manning accelerated auction versus a traditional listing at a sale price, at a set price? Well, in the Manning method, there are no contingencies. In the Manning method, the buyer signs our exclusive PNS and makes a 10% non-refundable deposit that day. In the Manning method, you set the terms which all buyers must follow. J.J. Manning uses their own 30-30 marketing plan. 30 days of marketing saturation and 30 days to close. No deviations to the purchase and the buyer's feet are kept to the fire. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. 
He's Howie Carr. Wasn't Biden saying as recently as last month, which is, in other words, 10 days ago, less than 10 days ago, that the border was secure? Didn't Mayorka say that over and over again? But if Donald, Hump, Donald Trump is reelected. Donald Hump. Thronald Trump. Donald Hump. Let me hear that one again, Taylor. But if Donald, Hump, Donald Trump is reelected, <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> How about that guy, Benny Thompson? You ever hear him before speaking sort of extemporaneously? Laid the bombs. We not a criminal investigation. Yikes. That's the guy they put in charge. Well, the real guy that was in charge was the Brett from uh, from uh, ABC News who uh, produced the f- fake documentary. Henry, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Henry. Yeah, yeah Howie, when I first heard about this bill, I knew what it was play- I was going to play out exactly as it has. But Biden's not uh, expecting this bill to pass. He never did, nor did his team. They realized it would go down in flames, but this way he gets to keep the open borders. That's number one. Keeps the open borders, blames it now on the MAGA Republicans. So it's kind of a win-win for him. Um, but but how does he how does he put that across? Again, again, he said a million times. His uh, his stooges have said a million times there was not a crisis, and he and he bragged about ending all of the border restrictions, just like he. Uh, you know, shut down the pipelines. Uh, they rescinded the orders saying uh, against funding for the uh, UN relief organization that was full of Hamas terrorists. Just like he lifted the terrorist designation against the Houthis. He he did all this stuff, and now he's blaming Trump for everything that he did. Exactly, but the people are so stupid. A lot of them will still uh, vote for him. Will still vote for Biden. Yeah, I. You know what I. You, there's only so much you can do about the dumbing down of the American people. I wish there was something else we could do. I mean, you 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 can you can lead a horse to water, as the old cliche goes, but you can't make them drink, and you can't make them think either. And the 33 percent of the people in the United States think that Joe Biden is not senile. What are you going to do with them? Their mental problems. I'm Howie Carr. 